Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, so should I just lead the way? Lead the way. Okay. Good morning, running commentary. We're here this morning with, let's face it, a, a, a sort of semi-legend of the show. Yes, Although absolutely. Although he's never appeared on it before. But We've been waiting <laughs> for this moment. Uh, okay. We welcome Gavin inspiring, Evans. Uh, uh. Gavin Evans from uh, London Heathside, author, um, uh, lecturer and... English running for England. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 your challenge today, Gavin, is to be on the show and retain your mythic status. <laughs> mythic status. Okay. So, how are you? You okay? You've, uh, how's yeah. your fitness at the moment? Yeah. Well, it's it's not where it should be because right. it's, I'm, I I just came back from three weeks in New York right. um, and Boston. So, you know, I was doing about thirty miles a week this way up here. Right. Um, and. Uh, Ooh, but that's nice. no, not doing any sessions. Right, so, okay. So, is that just a kind of... Is that really ticking over for you? That's, yeah, that's ticking over. So right. now, from really from this week, I, I, I should um, start training properly. So I move quite quickly up to 60 miles a week. Right. Um, and then 70. What, are you, what, are you, what races are you aiming for at the moment? Well, I've got the wonderful uh, Milton Keynes Marathon. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> um, uh, actually, you, with my, with my uh, I was supposed to be uh, doing the Prague Marathon, which was on the same day. Oh, and right. I, I told my girlfriend, my partner, um, that, that I was doing that. And she said, oh, that's brilliant, we can go. Uh, she's never been to Prague before. Right. But has um, she ever been to Milton Keynes? And, um, <laughs> but then England said, this way over here, um, that because I'm entering a new age group, right. I have to re-qualify. Right. So after I turned 60, and I turned 60 at the end of April. Okay. So I had to do, and Milton Keynes is the official qualifier. Oh, no. So they say, oh, no. so basically, <laughs> I have to do Milton Keynes. So I did say to her, I've got good news and bad news. Bad news is we're not going to Prague. <laughs> good news. Maybe you should have kept it a secret. You know, the two cities are very similar. You so could she, have just... Yeah, she said, well, um, I've got news for you. You're going to be going to Milton Keynes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we need to talk about 
fitness, getting old. Uh, Before we get to, can I just it? say where we are? Because I was really worried you were going to take us straight up the hill to Ali Pali there. So thank you. No, we did a little loop <laughs> around that. So we're going to stay on path. It's a right. manky day in Alexander yeah, yeah. Palace Pass. All the, Which uh, actually not that bad. No, but these no. seagulls are all landed. They're all like, yeah. the weather's not getting any better anytime soon. But anyway, sorry. Yes, that's... Uh, yeah, it's that's I, I first met you... You won't really remember about 2002 when I joined. I went for some long Sunday runs with Heaside. Yeah, no, I do remember. And that was when you, you were writing a lot about boxing. Yeah, yeah. At that stage. Yeah. And then I rejoined Heathside again a few years ago and you're still there. You've obviously... When did you start your running? You're obviously very serious about it. So, well, well I mean, I started running at, um, at school. I like, used to run for my school. Right. Um, and then... Uh, at university, I, um, I I used to run to keep fit for boxing, right. and then then I stopped really for for about eighteen, seventeen, eighteen years. Okay. That's and then. Um, so what age were you when you start? Restarted. Thirty nine. Right. Okay. Yeah. Quite similar to me actually. I was yeah. going to say if you replace boxing with football, that's pretty much Paul's curve. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a good age to start again. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you, you can get on a trajectory, can't you, at that yeah. age for, for a good few years? Yeah. Which you sort of. Alarmingly, you're not on. You're not getting faster, but you're not slowing down by a, much. Are you? A little bit. I mean, I on the shorter distances, definitely. Yeah. On the longer ones, not so much because I, I think your endurance lasts longer. Right. So, I mean, actually, when I joined, there was a there's a guy in the in the club who said, "Okay, how old are you?" And I said, Thirty-nine, and he said, um, "Okay, so you've got uh, seven years to improve. After that, you're going to start declining." Right. But it didn't. I, I didn't work like that. Yes. I mean, I had most of my PBs after the age of 50. Right, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And it gives me a bit of hope. But it reminds me of a little uh, chat we had. This was about a couple of years ago, actually. You were coming back from a... And it shows how determined you are. We, we were coming back from a... Uh, you were coming back from a calf injury. Yeah, yeah. And we'd run, I think it was a Middlesex 10K in Victoria Park. And you were... Really struggling a little bit whilst coming back, and you were outside 40 minutes for 10 k Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a really bad one. I remember that. And I remember talking to you, and, and you had so a great I, run that day. I did all right, and I, and I was say, saying, well, maybe you just you're probably just going to slow down a bit now. You do, and, and the look you gave me, today, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, it was like it was like I'm not having that. It yeah, was, yeah, it was, it was yeah. classic. No, you can't have that. <laughs> you can't have that. You can't. You can't even admit to yourself that you slowed down. <laughs> No, but it was really, it was really revealing. And lo and behold, it seems not not I don't know whether it's since then, but your recent marathon performances. You did what? You you doing? You did the two fifty two at, at Manchester, was it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Was that last yeah. year? Yeah, uh, that was yeah last year. Yeah, right. Yeah. And what's the qualifying time that you have to reach in well, Milton Keynes? The qualifying times are nothing. I mean, they're like three fifteen or something. But right. But but it's you've got to get in the first five. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically. And you know the guys you're competing with? No, you, you don't, right? I should, but I don't. Yeah, round this way. Cool. It's a funny one, isn't it? It must be. Uh, Thank you. As you get older, because the le- there's less people around, but still very competitive. No. So, <laughs> well, I I sort of think it's attrition. You know, yeah, you it, is a, well, it is a slightly attritional. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, that, yeah. Absolutely, but that's a distance running mindset, anyway, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you you outlast them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if yeah. I'm just not getting injured, although I've had so many injuries in my uh, 20 years of running, Jesus. Really, you get yeah. a lot of injuries. Yeah, I mean, I've had like so. 
I've had this one catastrophic one. Right. My, my absolute worst one was, I, there's a group of us running um, the West Highland Way, yeah. which is about 90 miles, so we're doing about 30 miles a day. Uh, but it was over, you know, West Highland territory. Right. And Lots my, of it in the absolute middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. And on my first day, my uh, trail shoes, the uh, sole came off. So I had to run in trainers. Yeah. And uh, I slipped on a rock. Ooh. And uh, I went flying into the air <laughs> and landed uh, about six feet down on my head. Ooh, wow. Um, and I split my head open. Oh my goodness, that's also, beyond running, runner's injuries yeah, into nasty injuries in general. Scraped all skin off it, and uh, I had a d- horrible bruise all down my uh, side from my rib. So Ash was just behind me. Ash is an yes. Ethiopian um, runner. Great runner himself, as he gets fantastic, old, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely fantastic runner. And um, he had been in the Ethiopian army, and he had... He was uh, um, did self-defense training, but also he was a medic. Right. So um, he knew what to do. So he stuffed stereo wipes into the wound right. to stem the flow nice. until he felt it was okay for me to get up. Then we walked to the end. So, so it, was, it was absolutely <laughs> bizarre. I mean, I was like pouring blood, and oh one of the guys nice. who was with us, another fantastic... Um, runner called Paul Jarman. Yes, I know Jarman. And, and he's a the neurologist. Famous, the famous Jarminator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sunday long run fan. Yeah. Yes. Jarman's Garmin is a yeah. podcast. And, and he's a neurologist. And um, he just took one look. He said, look, we're going to get you to the hospital. And I said, no, but then I'm going to have to not do the rest of the race and somebody else is not. So I said, no, you're a doctor. You must fix me. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, Treat me. Yeah. So we looked around and nobody had any needle and thread. Oh, God. So, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, um, Rob Schulman, another fantastic runner. Yes. Yeah. He, he had um, the steri strips, you know? Yeah, right. The medical okay. things. So, so he did this little operation. They cleaned the wound and then he cleaned the wound and then uh, uh, he got. Um, uh, Rob to hold the light above it because it was at night. So, and, so uh, primitive, isn't it? Such yeah. a primitive field hospital. Yeah. On he the got West Highlands was a bit strong. He got Sarah's one to hold the w- the, the yeah. wound closed. <laughs> oh, um, like she's another fantastic runner. Yeah, low five uh, is a mash, isn't it? Yeah. And um, and then we he, he closed it up. Um, so off we went the next day. <laughs> but it, you know when you, you're not jerking around, it kept on starting to bleed again. Oh, no. And I didn't know it was bleeding. <laughs> At one stage, we stopped for lunch halfway. Look at the glee on his face. Yeah, it loving and, it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we stopped for lunch, and everyone's like looking at me, and I, you know, you know, um, well, I wiped my nose to see if that was a problem. And, um, the, uh, and then one of them said, uh, yeah, Gavin, I think you should go to the bathroom. I said, no, no, I'm really, I'm fine. I don't need to. <laughs> uh, no, no, you should go to the bathroom. Sort of look down to see if um, down my legs. <laughs> Is there a problem there? No, no problem there. And then so I went to the bathroom and I thought my face was actually really? covered in blood. Anyway, like so we... Uh, it was you, all, all was fine. In the end. You stayed there. You stayed yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do have a... Uh, 
Where do you think? Sorry. I just came to the pushy mums. He comes from this. Uh, it's quite laissez-faire attitude to pain. No, do you know I, what I mean? You seem quite. I mean, like you. Obviously, you know how to treat your own injuries, and that's something you want to talk about. But you're not averse to running through it if it's not too serious. It yeah, seems but I, to me. but it's not such a good thing. The worst right. one I had when I did that was. Uh, I think it must be about seven or eight years ago. I. Uh, um, Training was just going fantastically well. Right. And I thought, That's you know, maybe, maybe I can, you know, go faster than I thought. I did the uh, Finchley 20. Right. Um, it's called the Finchley 20. It's actually in, in uh, uh, Hillingdon. Right. Um, and uh, I did a, a PB on that at 206. And I thought, okay, that's great. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I did another little run after that. Yeah. And then I did a really hard track session uh, on the Tuesday. On the Tuesday, and I I tore my adductor. Oh, and it was that. That's the. Uh, that's the one. But, that, that, but, that, that seems to be a tough, a sort of potential window of injury, doesn't it? Yeah. Plus, as you get older, just after a good race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those sort of three or four days after a race, you can't because yeah. you want to propel yourself. To the next level of fitness, yeah, and you feel like consolidate what you've got, sort of. Yeah, and, and your healing like body's doing the work. So it's peaked, uh, and then you're just taking it further. Yeah. yeah. So your abductor went, did it? Yeah, and then what's the abductor? Where's that? It's up, um, the inside of your thigh. Ooh, okay. So it's the one. It's it's the one leading to your groin. Yeah. Um, so I went. Uh, I tried so to. So Jarman came out with his needle and thread again. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold it together. Out. Keep on running. <laughs> Thirty miles to Swindon yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, I went uh, to to uh, Masser, and an osteopath um, who, who's in um, sort of the on the ladder. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's a guy a lot of people in the running club go to. Right. And uh, uh, he said, "Look." You know, he said, I, I, I don't want you to run the marathon. Um, and I said, yeah, okay, yeah. And then he looked at me and he said, but you're going to run it anyway, aren't you? I said, yeah, that's right. So he said, okay, don't run it all until the marathon. Right. Oh, that, wow. Oh, my so, word. So I had it, uh, two or three weeks of not running at all. Right. Then I did the marathon. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I'm feeling really good. So I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. Oh. Um, and I was... I was running with Howard, um, another really good Sorry. runner. Because you, you had your 20 miles in, two, in you know, 2.06, you had that in the bank, sort of. Yeah. I imagine you weren't eating too much, you're trying to keep no, your weight no. down, no, no, doing all the right things. Some people would say that would be quite a reasonable training schedule anyway. Yeah, yeah. Almost, yeah. And, and, and the, the physio, he, he had said to me, he said, look, if you do it, it's highly likely that you'll run fine on... Um, for 15, 20 miles, and then it'll go. Right. Uh, and then you're going to feel it. Uh, and uh, I ran with Howard, and we were doing 2.45 pace. Right. And uh, we got to 20 miles, and it just went like Ooh. that. Oh, goodness. Um, and it was absolute agony. It was the year of the Boston terrorist bomb. Right. And okay. there was a big sign up on the bridge, and it said... Um, uh, run if you can, walk if you must, but finish for the people of Boston. Uh, And I thought, I can't stop. You've got to do it. 
Oh, the street cleaner, one moment. But, Jesus, it was, <laughs> I mean, I've, I, up until then I'd been doing 245 pace. I lost 15 minutes in that. Right, of course. I ended up just getting under three and I could hardly walk. And when you and were in that last um, few miles, were you, you were, you were running, but with a huge limp. And I was running, yeah, but it was so sore. And yeah, then, yeah. And then uh, when I finished, I just couldn't walk. Wow. To pull myself along the fence. Yeah. And I, could, I was out for 12 weeks. So oh, it's quite an achievement I, to have a major injury and still be three hours. Yeah, stupid yeah. as well. Watch and it, it taps into that thing we said. I remember that was something I realised about marathons. That, that marathon is the way that the marathon alchemizes A, tragedy into positivity, and B, one person's journey into a big communal event. So yeah, the yeah. fact that your marathon was directly related to what happened in Boston, and that helped you get there, and you did it for them, it's, it's a really nice dialogue. Yeah, I mean, but that I was... think once you finish, got over the finish line, you weren't thinking that much about that. <laughs> yeah, but you kind of do, because you, it was so fresh, you know, yeah, what had happened to the people. It was a week before, wasn't it? was it? such a horrible yeah, yeah. thing, people, you know. Though, people who run in Boston were running in London, it was, yeah. right, it was right over the whole thing. I, I mean, was, there's nothing <laughs> lower than, than attacking an event like a marathon. No, it's yeah, yeah. It was absolutely revolting, and it was just... You kind of feel so filled for those people. Yes, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, but there's, it's, there's something about you'll have run a lot of marathons. I've, I've run about eight, but seven of them have been in London. Yeah. Which is a bit lazy. But my goodness, the crowds are amazing. London, I love the, the crowd is absolutely incredible there. Yeah. yeah. And you do become part of them, don't you? You feel that the longer oh, the race goes on. Yeah. Oh, forward. And I thought that when I first did it, I mean, it, it kind of irritated me, which is just stupid, because since then I've done lonely marathons, and uh, it's just so much harder. Yeah, you've yeah. got those people there supporting you, even if you kind of don't want to hear it, or they're saying carry on and you don't want to carry on. Yeah. It's still just, I, you're I just in the world. The, I love the crowd support. Yes, oh, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. So you're looking to ramp up your training. How do you... Do you do strength stuff around mileage? Because I, I, I suppose a couple of questions. Do you think that some people's bodies just can't take high mileage? Or do you think that people don't do the necessary work around running so that they can? What, 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 what do you reckon? Because you I do quite high mileage for, yeah, but for I, your age. I think you? people are, some people are just physiologically a bit different. Like, yes, yeah. You know, slow, slow twitch muscles are... are are different from fast twitch metals and 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 um so i think that's part of it and then part of it's also the training right so yeah i don't know i think it's a combination of those right of, of those things i mean i think when you, just little things like your calf your calf shape makes right. such a difference and when you and were a runner when you, the first time you ran like when you're running at school was that distance then or were you what was your kind of distance well, so, 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 so i mean i wasn't great at school at all but i was running cross country and Right, you know anything from eight hundred to three thousand. So it was the, the model for the, for this kind of running, not nearly the distance, but still yeah. what at school would be considered distance. Running. But I used to love going for long runs when I was at yeah. school. You know, just I mean they weren't very long. Those those were like you know six seven miles kind of. Thing. Yeah, yes. but to yeah, a kid, yeah, so yeah. yeah. And that was in South Africa. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do, do you do any strength stuff around your running then, or, or do so, you do stretching? So or? I did um, uh, for about two years because I, I, uh, I had another injury. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, 
What happened? This yeah. is actually quite reassuring. It better be a good story because the last two were great. No, no, no. <laughs> this one was another. It was not even my stupidity. I, I, I was in absolute peak condition. I thought this is definitely going to be a PV. And yeah. uh, I was walking my dog, Pedro. Uh, and uh, he pulled one way and my foot got caught in a rabbit hole. Oh, and I God. went over on the ankle. Oh, they're Ooh. awful. They're, that's awful. And that was three days before London. Oh, no. And uh, it was a massive swelling. I went to the doctor. He said, oh, that's broken. Um, <laughs> so I had an x-ray. It wasn't broken, but he, the ligament or the, the tendon on the right hand, on the left hand side was, um, was torn. Not, right. not, not severed, but just torn. And, uh, so you completely cancelled the marathon. Yeah, man, there's no way I could have run that. But so what I did instead was I entered Milton Keynes, which was eight days later. Right. So uh, <laughs> so when I got to Milton Keynes, I hadn't run for, for two weeks. What, what happened was I got the advice from three doctors. Um, so I'm doing the maths here. It sounds like less than two weeks. <laughs> Dr. Lou, she said, don't do it. Yeah. Dr. Paul Jarman said, don't do it. Right. Dr. Costi said, I'll just go for it. Right. So, yeah. So well, they often say you so need a third opinion. Yeah, that was the completely correct advice. <laughs> and, uh, Didn't Scott Jurek injure his ankle before a, an ultra and smother it in turmeric? And, he, and he, did he do it? I think he did, yeah. And ultra, an ultra, jeez. Yeah, yeah. He, and he, he, wrapped it, oh. he wrapped it in gaffer tape and, just, wow. and kind of just smothered it in, in herbs. <laughs> as far as I can remember from his book. But it's oh, like... Yeah. But people's... Attitude does differ, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, mine wasn't not on ultra. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. So, so I got Jackie, who's another runner, and she's a physio. I got her to strap it up. Right. Um, and immo- completely immobilise it. Yes. Uh, and then I, I ran uh, Milton Keynes. But um, Sorry. You guys it did. caused a bit of damage right. to my foot. Because, because it was immobilised. Because you run differently when it's yeah, immobilised. Yeah, you're not running the same. And, yeah. Um, so the marathon went okay, but, but the aftermath was... I had a lot of... Uh, um, and it was ligament pain in the, in the foot. And then I couldn't run. And then I joined the, the YMCA gym. Right. And I started getting into... Uh, doing like cross training and um, and then I sort of got into doing the weights and I used to do lots of pull-ups on the bar and that kind of thing. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And core, I got into doing core. And, uh, Which is obviously useful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and sensible. The but core. all a little bit less impactful. You know, the cross training is basically, you know, like uh, running with less... Less harshness on your legs. Yeah. I mean, that's a simplistic take, but yeah, that is it. And everybody said, oh, like, do lots of, like, squats and deadlifts and that. But I found that once I went back to training, um, that my legs were just too tired from doing the, that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I get that, yeah. And then... Because it's high-impact stuff, isn't it? Yeah. And then I got into a new relationship, and I just didn't have time to go to the gym anymore. Right, okay. and, uh, <laughs> and you're good uh, to I gave it up. Yeah. So I haven't done that for, I, I guess it's about a year now. Right. And can, the, all those injuries, particularly the adductor in your foot and your ankle, do you find over when you're better, you know, essentially healed and back on form, does your body still remind you of those, or are they completely 
because I always feel do like... Do you carry them with you? Sir? Do you carry them with you as you go? No. One step better, I Better. I mean, in, it, it's the one sort of sensible thing I've done is with, when I get an injury like that, I just don't run. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, at all. Um, I might cycle or... You, you know, might get the stuff. marathon you were going to do done before you stop running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just stop. Yeah. Um, and do you find psychologically, do you find that's hard or do you just make that decision? No, so I, it's it? not too bad. I'm... I, I'm my friends will tell me to say differently, but I don't think I'm like addicted to running. So, but you obviously get an awful lot of pleasure out of it, and it's obviously kind of shaped your, shaped your life to a certain extent, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. it's a it's a part of your identity, isn't it? It's part of my identity. It's part. It's uh, yeah. Um, it. I don't know how you can put it, but it makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, I get that. Yeah. And does um, it, did you think it helps with your writing as well, with the discipline of that? Or well, you know, quite often what I do is if I'm like working on a chapter and uh, I, I'm not quite sure what to do with it, you know, I'll go for a run. Yeah. And I'll I sometimes find myself even talking to myself aloud, and I'll. And then by the time I get back, sometimes I've worked it out. It can help. Can't oh, it? So yeah. it's like a simultaneous, it's a break in one way, it's a meditative time away from it. But on the other hand, you're tapping into your kind of creative brain. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, you're running here, it's just so lovely. It's so beautiful, isn't it? We're yeah. in Highgate Woods yeah. now, which is where we run all the time. Yeah, it's funny because t- it's such a good team for you guys because this is a new angle and stuff that we know. But Ali Pali, that terrace between the two, I think it used to be a railway. Beautiful. I mean, it's a horrible day today. Muddy, rainy. I mean, it's quite good running. It's not boring. Yeah, rain. Yeah. It's not super windy. But, you know, your average person looking out the car window would think, Ugh. Are you mad? But these woods are great. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, great. And they that. always are. Yeah. And you, uh, when you're building up for a marathon, then what's your kind of, what, what would be your build-up? What's your phases? What's your, do you do blocks of four weeks or do you do three weeks hard then one a bit easier or how do you play no you know i don't follow any program and i don't write down any program i don't think it out before okay. because That's i kind of do the same thing right I mean, uh, um, and also you know your body by now don't you so, kind right. of yeah so yeah. i kind of i know that, that basically you've got a big mileage yeah. seems to make a difference yes absolutely even, even what people call junk miles but i didn't think they junk no, no. And I do them at like nine minutes a mile. Slow. Yes, I know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, I, I know it's a difference just at my level when I was trying to beat three, going up from 40 miles a week to 50, 55. Yeah. You just get better, don't you? Yeah, you, you get just better do. at running. And me too, recently, I could basically was training anyway and thinking something's missing. I'm not, the marathons are coming off really hard. So I'd yeah. say you just top those miles up with and and find a way to do them do them slow yeah do them I, uh, Kate Carter was saying the other day it's good to do a long run but getting out on lots of runs is also great because um, it just reminds your body that that's what you're going to be doing yeah your body's always learning how to run better isn't it yeah I suppose. yeah so I think there's three essentials um, I mean the big mileage obviously but but in terms of actual runs is like I do a long Sunday run yes I'll do at least eight runs of 20 miles or more at least wow, eight, eight. Yeah, right okay. okay yeah and then uh, um, and then i'll do at least one session a week um so usually i do that on a tuesday night what, a tra- track session yeah you mean, a speed session and then i'll try to do a tempo session like a cross country or something like or park run maybe yeah uh, um once a week 
Yeah, and that's about it. And that's it. And then just, and then just the runs around just, that. Yeah. Yeah. And when you say tempo session in the parkrun, do you just go and do a parkrun or do you run fast to it or do you make run, it part run, of anything? I'll run there and back and then I'll do the park yeah. Do the park run, so just to add in a bit of mile. And what kind of speed do you do a park run at? Oh, you, you do Ali Pali one, do you? No, which is awful. One, I find it? it awful. It's I've done it a few times. Yeah, well, I find it really hard. It is tough work. I, isn't do, it? I do Finsbury Park. Right. right, which has also got a hill in it, but it's a yeah. nice course, isn't it? Yeah, I'm getting slower on that one. I can't get under 19 minutes anymore. Oh no! Yeah. Listeners, crying dry tears of sympathy for your 19 minutes. But it's got that long. <laughs> it's got that long downhill at the start, isn't it? It's yeah. quite deceptive, isn't it? It sucks yeah. you in, doesn't it? Yeah. And the, and the, and the long uphill. To a quick well. pace, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely useless on hills, right. and I'm an absolutely appalling cross-country runner. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed you're not great at cross-country. No, I'm, re- I'm absolutely shit. The, I'm the <laughs> is that, what's that about? Is that about rhythm? I mean, because I like the rhythm of the road, mate. I like to get into... Cross-country's always breaking it up, isn't Yeah, it? mud will really throw you off. Yeah, it's that, and it's also... Um, I've got nothing to run against. So, right. uh, I don't care who beats me in a cross-country. Right. I mean, nobody believes that when I said right. it, it. <laughs> yeah. but I actually don't. Right. Um, but because I run in a road race, the same with the road race, I'm just running against the clock. Right. Um, so, so I'm very competitive against the clock. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a cross-country race, the, the clock doesn't make. Doesn't make. Doesn't make any yeah, sense. Doesn't make any difference. Yeah. I just need to go through here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This might as well. Yeah. We can do it. We can, can we do go it? through here. If we're right. talking across country, we really ought to face this. Yeah, day, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, listening to you guys talk about cross country, I, I literally went through ten yards of mud by the canal the other day. I was like, no, this is awful. There yeah. is, a, there is a sort of, there is a bracing quality to it, isn't it? There is a kind oh, of, yeah, competitive. That in in a way. That's where I can enjoy cross country because because it's not against the clock. Yeah. Then it is against people. Yeah. So it's just like you just try to constantly beat the bloke in front of you. Yeah. And there's something about that. There's a simplicity that I like about that. You know. I like the camaraderie of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <coughs> I love it that like the we cheer on the women before and then the women cheer yes, on us. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and then everybody goes to the pub later and that, I really like that. Yeah. I don't think that's quite what Paul was saying, though. <laughs> you like the camaraderie. He likes beating people. Yeah, I, 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 do. I do. I like trying to beat people, yeah. And, and if they beat me, I haven't got a problem about it. No, it's no, like it's a, the, that's I the like game. the whole thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're right. When you do a road race, it, it's almost like everyone's kind of helping you. We're all helping each other to achieve our time sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you occasionally get involved with people competitively but really as an aid to your own yeah your time oh, I really fell over sorry yeah and it is it's a complicated thing isn't it because then like at a park run or in a road race or in a marathon you get next to someone and you're both trying to oh, sort of trying to be the fastest but you're still helping this each other proper mess we're having a little yeah. <laughs> ice, ice skating comedy like what Ali this is was a real like. mess yeah. <laughs> don't slip Three. on here yeah We've gone on the wood and you think, I'll be fine now, but the mud on your shoes creates an exciting... Oh, this is going to be fun. Oh! I've got to take a photo of this mud. I'll catch you guys up. We'll just wait. We'll just wait. (laughs) 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So do you do, when you do your long runs? Here I am. Twenties. I mean, you go out with the nine a.m. group, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But I went out with, with them once, and I will try and go out with them again as I get fit for Manchester. But they like to crank it up near the end, don't they? Sort of towards the marathon, people do. Yeah. But at the moment, it's absolutely fine. Right. And and, and usually people sort of divide up. Um, on the second half, so right. those who want to go faster can do, and those who don't. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's definitely a value if you can get that. Probably easier in a group to do a few long runs trying to go faster towards the end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because that's what the marathon is, isn't it? If you want to do well, it, it, running fast when you really don't want to. Yeah, and, I, <laughs> and it's I, kind of training. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know? But I still find it, it's an absolute mystery to me. Um, uh, how, how it happens because when you're doing like a Sunday run yeah. and you're really pushing it um, and, and, and then you look and you see like I'm doing I don't know like say seven minutes a mile yeah. and, um, and you think whoa I can't keep this up for much longer then you get to the marathon and you're running whoops you're running uh, six forces or six six forty for the whole race. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it feels fine. Yeah, yeah, they're really accessing something. Yeah, yeah. And on the one, it's weird because it's uh, there's two ends to that. With one end, it's definitely totally in your, not even psychological, but in your ego rather than your id. But on the other hand, it's totally external because it's to do with being out there with those other runners and getting that support of that crowd. But who knows? Yeah. And you've also got your. 
you don't run for five days before a marathon, do you? Se- yeah, seven. Right, so you have a complete week off. I don't even put my shoes on yet. That's interesting. That's yeah. interesting, isn't it? That is different, isn't it? I'm going to do that from Manchester starting today. Total rest, but you train really hard. So do you bother with, like, taper weeks, or do you yeah, train? Yeah, yeah, I do. I taper from three weeks. Right. Um, so talk us through your mileage, and just for so, just for the people out there who so, want to get down the brass tacks. I mean, it's never exact. It always varies, but right. because uh, it depends on work and all, you know all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm, I'll, I'll go like from uh, sixty for a few weeks, and then I'll I'll take it up to 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 seventy, and I'll try and hold it more or less right. at, at seventy, and then sometimes I'll do one or two weeks at 80 right and then come down right and then that's sub- interesting because I remember Paul when you did your sub 3 you did one week at 90 and you were aware that that's wow. all maybe too 90, far that's, I've never done that no but that was only because I I did my long run I did two long runs in the same week I did a long run on Saturday and Sunday in the same week yeah yeah do you know what I mean I kind of cheated it a bit yeah yeah it, but it's still in a week yeah it's still in a week yeah, yeah. and I think you were aware that you'd got to the red line as well oh absolutely yeah that's the that's the trick, isn't it? Getting to that feeling like you're on the verge of injury or illness. Yeah, yeah. Just knowing how to look after yourself. Yeah, and sometimes it's, you sometimes when you're coming down, uh, you pick up something. What when you start tapering? Yeah, even like this time, I I did the uh, York Marathon, um, which is a great place. Oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And I, I was really feeling great. But I didn't run in that last week, and I thought I won't cycle to work either. Right. To get my to get my legs to rest. I went on the tube, and you know you're touching things and yes, yes. picked up a cold. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, so I ran that marathon. You know when you're running with a cold, you just don't feel no, 100. percent Of course not. No. Uh, it took me a long time to recover from that. Yeah. From that marathon. And so the training, aren't they? They're tough experiences. Yeah, yeah. To really, to really run hard at, at over 26 In a way, maybe. I mean, if there's a lot of negatives coming in after a marathon, it's almost... You can kind of say, thanks for... Right. At least I got a nasty cold here rather than some twangy muscle injury yeah, that my body uh, didn't warn me about. Oh, yeah, much think. better to have a cold, yeah. And we missed a step there because I jumped into my pool. So you get to 80 miles a week... And then you'd wind down for what, like four weeks out? About three or four, yeah. yeah. So, so then I'll go to, uh, um, back down to 70, 60, 50. Right, right okay. Uh, so it doesn't fall off a cliff, it's a, it's a gradual... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and two do, weeks out, you still do a fair few miles before so you do... Two weeks out, I'll usually do, be, be doing about 40 to 50. Yeah. And you do more tempo stuff as the mileage comes down to get your legs used to a faster click or do you not bother with that? No. Right. No, I... Um, just, to, just to want to wait. I'm trying to kind of, yeah, get them... I just... I, it's not very scientific, but I just have this idea that there's lots of micro-trauma in your quads and in your hamstring and your calves. Yeah. And, and you just want those to heal. Yeah. Yes. So before the race. Yeah. So you can break them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but sometimes what I'll do is do, do a 10k race two weeks before. Yes. Just to kind of so see if I've got the speed. And it can, it can give you a bit of confidence as well. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. not. Or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you are not the kind of person we hear from this that would do a park run the day before a marathon. No, no, I'd never. Of course do that. not. No, no, no. 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 What are you saying? Of course get, not. We get some people. Well, people do. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> but also, if you're younger, you recover quicker. Yes. So, damn them. I definitely found that, like, getting older takes me longer to recover. That's why, I mean, I'm at the same stage, although I'm 10 years younger than that. I think two quality sessions for me a week and a long run is enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, that three or four thing is just, I just won't be able to do it now, you know. Yeah. And I do think some people overtrain. So they, they wait too long before tapering. Right. They do too much in the week before. Yes. Um, and they... Um, they do their best running and training. Seems yeah, to they might do half marathon like three weeks before. I think that's just a bit too soon. Right. I remember chatting to you before London about the, the mental side of things. And I talk about this a bit in my book, actually, about you saying to me about the language you used to talk about your running and if you want to beat a time, saying, I'm going, to, I'm going to beat it, I'm going for it, I will do this, as opposed yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to beat... I don't know if it makes any difference, but I've, I've, I think it does. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Positive visualisation. Well, it, 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 Balanced any, with realistic If training. anything, it, as long as it's realistic, I mean, I'm, you're not going around saying I'm going to beat two hours, but because it kind of... Uh, it does, it does two things. It, it opens yourself up to the possibility that it's going to happen, doesn't it? it kind yeah, of, yeah. You're talking about it as a likelihood as opposed to a distant possibility. Yeah. And you're also telling other people that you're going for it. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's always that out, isn't it? Like, I'm going to try and beat this time. Yeah, I'll see how it goes. I'll get to 20 and see how it goes. Yeah. And then you think, oh, well, I'm not going to settle for that because I told everybody I'm going to do that. Yeah, it's sort of. It's a bit of a contract, isn't it? Because so much of the marathon, I know we've fixated on the marathon a bit, but it's a big event. We do it's it a lot. It's the time to talk about it. It's that between 20 and 26 miles. Oh, that's where, that's where it happens, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's where it happens, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's where you, ne- you need your head right, isn't it? Yeah. Have you got any tricks or any ideas that you can help us with that because you're very you seem very good as a lot of people are at Heaside when I joined the club I was fascinated by people's ability to just run run in pain and just 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 live with it just live with discomfort that's right have you any uh, notions about I'm, that to, to well, help well the, the, I mean I, the, the, I do do that thing of where, where I I do tell people the actual my hoped for time right which is usually a little bit faster than the time I you think actually think I'll do, but, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell people, no, that's what I'm going for. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I won't have any qualifications on that. That's interesting. Um, yeah. So that's the one thing. Um, yeah. And then, not running that week before, I, I think it's partly psychological. Right. It's, it's like I've got this picture in my head of my legs just repairing and all these oh, these, so these, these capillaries like just reconnecting. So even if that's a placebo, even that's psychosomatic, it's still it's still having your training, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's a nice and idea. Yeah. Um, Can I just ask at that point, when you're on your week off, is it, is it just a week off running or do you really take it easy? You no, I take it easy. I, tr- I, I, I try not to walk, cycle. Uh, right. The day before the race, I try just like sit down the whole day. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and then, of course, by the I time of the day, you're desperate to get moving. Yeah, you yeah. do, and then you go too fast. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. But, yeah. right. but you do, don't you? I mean, people always say don't go out too fast. I don't think I've ever met anyone who didn't. It's, what, it's, it's part of the process. Yeah. But anyway, so you were saying you, and you, 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 you set a high goal and you stick with that as how you talk yeah. about it. And the other thing I do, maybe it's also psychological, is I... Um, I start watching what I'm eating and drinking. So, right. so like, <laughs> I never used to do this. 
Um, and I thought it, it was nonsense, but now I've tried it, and I, I, I don't know, it helps, but um, it's just something else. Um, so I cut out, I used to eat two Mars bars a day. Right. I cut them out. Right. I used to just eat donut after donut. I used to go to Sainsbury's <laughs> to buy the, the shopping. Right. Yeah. And I would um, buy a pack of four donuts, like one for each of my children and, and two for me. Right. I never managed to get out of the parking lot. I eat all four. Right. Okay. They never got a donut. Right. So you okay. didn't uh, eat those anymore. <laughs> yeah. You still have so the holes. I, so I cut all that out. Um, and then the other thing I, I started doing is I used to cut out alcohol for one week, then two weeks. Yeah. This last one, seven weeks. Right. This year, um, for Milton Keynes, it's going to be two months. Yeah, right. yeah. And, uh, the difference is incredible, isn't it? I mean, I don't know whether drink is a bit of a theme of the show. Yeah. We drink. Well, we know, we know <laughs> it will help. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, oh, how are we going to bother to cut alcohol out? But it will help your training. There's just no, no question There's about no that. There's no argument about it. So. Yeah, I think Opera singer. <laughs> Either an opera singer or a car I don't think it's anything more than that. But right. Yeah. yeah. It's also quite a good discipline too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, the strictness of it. Sort of show yourself that. That you're, you yeah, that you're okay it. with giving up alcohol. Well, it's yeah. like you say. Also, just any kind of the two. There's two aspects here. Any kind of strictness is good training for strictness. Like when you were saying about the last six miles of the marathon being basically where you fight the marathon. That's the main reason I plank, is to do the last minute of the plank that I can't face. Yeah, yeah. Just to psychologically get ready for doing, yeah, yeah. for going further than you want to go. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, like the strictness of not drinking, and also the possible, whether it's genuine medicine or placebo, of visualising your own muscles yeah, getting yeah. better. Yeah. It doesn't matter because it's helping. No, it's probably just placebo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And do you do? Do you uh, do you carb load? Go. Um, not, not really. I mean, right. I, I always have a lot of carbs anyway. Right. Uh, Sometimes so after I haven't got into that keto diet thing. Right. Yeah. Do you change, but you wouldn't change what you eat in the last week before a marathon? No, not really. That's I, interesting. I mean, I, I, I try not to eat too much because I'm not running out of it. And you don't I do want to put on weight, do you? Yeah. Like an extra kilo is going to slow you down. Absolutely, so. yeah. And yeah. on the day of a long run, do you eat anything before you run? I do. Um, I find it quite hard by the end of a, a 20 odd mile run if I, do, if I haven't had any breaks. Of course, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So and, do you, and during a, a 20 mile run or on no, a, on no, a weekend? Not during, but, but like uh, I'll have, say, a bowl of porridge uh, yeah. or some toast or something or yeah, a yeah. banana. Just a bit of fuel. Yeah. yeah. And during an action marathon, do you uh, do gels or anything? Yeah, yeah, gels, yeah. All the way, like every 45 minutes? Yeah. I usually take four. Yeah, yeah. that's about my... And I take caffeine gels as well. Oh, right. right. Okay. Yeah. It took me a while to embrace the gels, because when I used to run, you know, in the 80s or whatever, you know, they weren't around, and I was a bit sniffy about them, but I've, yeah. def- I've definitely noticed a difference when I did. Yeah. yeah. They obviously work, don't they? I think it's quite a long way to go with no yes. nutrition, given what you're doing to your body. Yes, yeah. And you have to build a relationship with them, don't you? Yeah. I remember the key thing with me with gels is they've made me feel sick in the past. And I don't think they've stopped making me feel sick. I just understand how and why that's happening and know how to live with it and get the goodness out of the gel. You know, because I think that when you first have it, it's a bit of a shock to the Ooh, stomach. I quite like them. <laughs> oh, no, I forced I'm them. I'm going down. along. Oh, yes. No. I have Coca-Cola and all the vanilla ones. Oh, oh God, no. Yes, no, I'm really... My, for me, it's like a spoonful of castor oil. You know I mean? I'm going I'm to force this nightmare down. <laughs> also, I wanted to ask... 
You've said you've done Milton Keynes before, that's the, that, and that's the next one now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've changed the course. It's got a better course now. Okay. So I did it differently. Less you know, roundabouts or more roundabouts? Is it? Uh, a few years ago, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, it's flatter now. Right. Yeah, I can't help picturing the end of, uh, the end of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers with... Uh, um, Donald Sutherland, whenever <laughs> yeah. I picture Central Milton Keynes. <laughs> yeah. Apologies to Milton Keynes. <laughs> it's not a bad place. <laughs> <laughs> There's good, lots of good people there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, okay, the selfish question, but you did Manchester last year. Yeah. What's it like? What's it going to be like for yeah, us? Oh, no, Manchester's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I, um, so I've done it twice now. And, uh, You've done fast times though as well, haven't you? Yeah, and, and it, I mean, it's not quite as flat as London. Right. But I think it's as fast because um, you know nobody's getting in your way and right. uh, they're not so like, only like twists and turns and right. Um, uh, so and where does it go? Does it go kind of out of town and back, or does it loop around a bit more? Yeah, yeah. It, um, you know, I've I've got no sense of direction, <laughs> so you mustn't ask me that question. <laughs> I'll just say it goes all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's a really nice course. It's very well run. Um, everybody's kind of very friendly there to you. Right. Like, I mean, I the first time I did it, I was running in this kind of peloton, and then uh, um, I was running in, with in, this, a li- in a line of runners. Yeah, there, were, there yeah. was a whole group of us. Right. And there was a guy who was 19 years old who was running, yeah. and there was another guy who. Who, who was a veteran runner. So we were all chatting and we were giving the 19-year-old advice his first uh, <laughs> marathon, and, as, we do, as you do. And, uh, um, and then me and the other guy were, 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 were chatting. And, um, and, and he was a Mancunian. And he... Uh, um, and then, then at about 23 miles, he, uh, I, I couldn't stay with him, so he right. went a bit ahead. And he... Um, but afterwards, he came up and he found me, gave me a big hug. Um, Sorry and then, about that. And then he, and then he, he, uh, he found my. Um, uh, he he managed to contact me on, I think it was on Facebook or something, um, and he sent me a picture, which right. his wife had taken. I mean, that's so a really kind, nice thing it? to do. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah, really. Uh, cool. and to me, it was kind of. That sort of epitomised the spirit of that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Heathsiders going up, isn't there, in April? So I think you have, there's about 20 of you. Yes, yes. yeah. Yeah, well, that could get fun. tense. We might have to take on the locals in a, in a say, we, it's nothing to do with me. But it might get a bit West Side Story up there, <laughs> might it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Battle of the clubs. No, yeah, but, yeah. but it's got a rep as a bit of a fast alternative to London. Yeah. And maybe a bit easier to get into. Yeah. With a lot of athletes. Yeah. And, and it's not as pressured. Yes. And the weather is bound to be better than London. I mean, London's getting, uh, seems to, getting seems a bit to be hot. quite hot these days. Can be, yeah. yeah. So, so if you get... Let's assume, let's live with the idea that you're going to get in the top five in Milton Keynes. What, yeah. what happens then? Then, then um, so then I run another marathon in October right. in, the, in the England Vest, as a, my first run as a V60. And you've, uh, you've won the England Vest before, haven't you? Yeah, that was, in, that was the one in York. Right. And so... That must be... Uh, that must be a nice moment. I yeah, mean, it is quite nice. It must be really nice. I mean, it's, it's easy to, oh, it's quite to, nice. to, to not I, make a big thing about it. But it is, that is a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's and a great I, thing, yeah. I, I, um, 
My, some of my South African friends said, what are you, you so hard. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, <laughs> no, in the joking, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bit of grief from yeah. your old mates, yeah, but yeah. still, yeah. really nice to make your mark like that. Yeah, so, so I, 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 I quite, I mean, it's not a big deal. And it's, no, it's, uh, a, it's a fun thing. It's an it's age a, it's a lovely thing, so. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, well, we had, uh, remember, I think it was Tony, what's him, Gillia? Is it Gillia, Gillia the, the club member in the, Tony Gillia in the, uh, said he'd won the European steeplechase 3,000 metres yeah. in his ague or something. I think there's only one other person running, but he still won it. You might yeah, as well, yeah, absolutely. if they're giving them out, you might as well have yeah. it. But it's not like there's no Mind one you, My mum won a, won a painting competition once. Right. Yeah. And it's not like told her later that she was the only person who entered. What was that, that count? My mum won a painting competition. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she was chuffed, but she was the only entrant. But that's not the same. It and it's not like there's no one running over the age of 50. Was it over 55? So over 50 when you got your, your vest. Over 55. Yeah. yeah. It's still competitive. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's still an awful lot of people yeah, who are going to run for a long time and want to be yeah. respectable and compete. And yeah. And you know, you can never get any hubris about it because if you look at the times that people are doing, I mean, the, I looked at the V50 world records, 219. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> phenomenal. Japanese? <laughs> no, I think, it was, um, I think he was Kenyan. I'm right. I'm not quite sure. Right. Wow. It's a well of one thing for sure, again, but, but making it narcissistic, but it just gives us a lot of hope. For yeah. I mean, is, I think the fundamental thing coming all the way around is you saying about the conversation you had years ago, saying, oh, as you get older, you're going to slow down, and you're just basically saying, no. And that's what also what Sophie Raymond said when we talked about that. Yeah. And she's only got past. So I think ultimately you just have to say no to that, don't you? Yeah. Like you say, the stats are out there. You, what, you don't have to get slower. Yeah. Or, or at least you can drastically slow down the rate of getting slower. Yeah, yeah right. You're yeah. likely to. The certain physiological... You're obviously, obviously you're going, you're going to, to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's but like... But it doesn't have to be a drop-off. No, you know? no, and it's like the whole running journey is again a... And yeah, you can a make the off the races. Yes. Yes. So I'm thinking... Are uh, you tempted by that? The I'm tempted to do the comrades. Right. Uh, maybe next year. Right. There's been talk about that, hasn't there, doing the comrades? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that would be nice for you, wouldn't it, as well, going back to... Ah, yeah, that'll be absolutely lovely. Yes. It's our to always say, uh, you're not a real runner until you've done the comrades. Yeah. Of course we know you are, but that's (laughs) what people are saying. That's that's pretty harsh (laughs) on us (laughs) and everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a really good run we've had this morning. So I haven't really had a chance to chat about your books and stuff, but what we'll do is we'll get back in the summer and have a nice longer run when the sun's out. We can have a little chat. Yeah, about yeah. South Africa. Well, you'll be able to compare books what, books, then. what What have you got coming out? Was it uh, Skin Deep? Yeah, so that one just came out uh, um, in the end of August. Right. <laughs> so I'm sort of doing the fest- book festivals and that on that. But right. When, when is your book coming out? My book's coming out February the 6th. Oh, brilliant. So I'm looking forward oh, to so I'm looking forward to seeing that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, and and we'll you're going to have, a, you gonna have a nice launch? I'm hoping to. They don't seem to do big launches like they used to. No, I but think you, you could do it yourself. Yeah, I'd like to do one at uh, Waterstones Crouch End and get some club members along and some mates and just oh, have a little that's a, that's a fantastic uh, place to do that. Yeah. Yes, I will, I, will, I will do that, yeah. Because there's a lot of uh, club members in the book. Yourself, Sarah, 
Dominic Jackson, all the people who inspired me trying to beat three hours, were a big yeah. part of, of my experience, even though you guys were just doing a normal winter's training. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for me, it became part of some sort of journey. Yeah, yeah. And you all really helped, because oh, there's nothing that helps you get fitter and faster than joining a club. Yeah, yeah and other people really do inspire you. Yeah, they yeah. absolutely do, yeah. I mean, I found exactly the same thing. And, and, and it's like you're running with other people and you think, okay, well, this is about the best I can do. And then they, then, then you see other people doing better and you think, well, maybe, yes. maybe I can push myself a bit harder. Just yes. show you what's possible. That's right. yeah. Yeah. And, and in terms of hard training, it's so hard to do those By hard stuff, that hard half mile reps or whatever on your own, isn't it? You yeah. need yeah. people. Yeah. I, I tried, I, um, when I did the Manchester Marathon, I tried, I, um, I was just in the, early days of a, a new relationship so I didn't want to like get up early on the Sunday morning right so I started doing my Sunday runs in the afternoon in the, in the afternoon I would yeah, go it's really hard. with hard it's so yeah, hard yeah. I used to run to to Regent's Park <laughs> right and yeah. then do you feel so lonely yeah and I'd do yeah. a couple of <laughs> yeah, hard yeah, laps yeah. around then I was having to like talk to myself just push come on catch, come yeah, on, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know but it was, it was not, as, not nearly as nice it's as not as nice it. and it's, it's a good journey again because it's so horrible but there's yeah. something about Sunday afternoon runs it's taking up too much of the Sunday isn't it you'll want to get them done in the morning yeah it's nicer much nicer getting them done in the morning yeah. so Gavin we can, let's, I know you don't do we all do the social media thing with varying degrees of enthusiasm but you're on Twitter right? yeah I'm on Twitter and I can uh, obviously I put it on, 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 on Facebook and yes. so will you just send me the link uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, it's been a real pleasure. Okay, this do, you want, do you guys want any coffee or anything? Let's. Is that all right? If we have yeah, a coffee. Be great. <laughs> I want the let's coffee. coffee. But first of all, let's wrap up. Thank yeah. you so much, uh, Gavin. Evans. Everyone, get yeah. in touch. Uh, um, real really, uh, um, thank you Fantastic. selfishly. We very much. Uh, good luck in Milton Keynes. Uh, good luck in Milton oh, Keynes. Thanks very much. And we'll go out again. Talk books, Milton yeah. Keynes, um, V60 stuff. And uh, thanks again. Okay, and so you, you guys, you've both got. Manchester, but what have you got before then? Cyprus half a half. Ah, we did Bramley twenty. Oh, I'm doing Bramley twenty as oh, well. Oh, nice. Well, we'll do yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah, uh, we'll do and that. then we're doing London after Manchester. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a warm down. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm doing <laughs> a, a little, I'm doing a little ultra so in the as well. Oh, oh yeah. So you're doing Manchester and London. Yeah, yeah. And they, and we, do, we, do London as, we do London as a podcast. We kind of talk our way through that one. That's, so more, of, that's more of a social thing. So they are they three weeks apart? They're about three weeks that's apart. That's right. Jeez, and then I, Manchester's, Manchester's... I would not be able to do that. <laughs> yes, come on, mate. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.